Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm back with Chris Achong, and we're talking about winning, and uh, Chris uh knows winning he's anybody can run businesses in new york city you've got to have respect for them and uh especially brooklyn and so congratulations on uh i don't even think i mentioned this before you got your uh one of your businesses is in the uh, uh financial services agencies you have 750 agents you got seven hubs yep in 30 40 states and so uh, uh, had your biggest income month last month. And so things are booming. And so uh, also glad to have you down here in South Florida uh, when, when you uh, can get down. How much time are you spending in Lauderdale? I'm, I'm probably about, I would say I go for a month that I disappear for a month. I'm living in like four different places now. Where did your entrepreneurial... Uh, energy come from and incitement where do you decide it i want to you know i want to be in charge i want my own business I, I don't care what it is gosh it's uh, it started as a kid i was um i was one of these kids they would call it uh you know uh, vagabond you know i was one of these kids that i just disappeared all day showed up at night uh you know and i did this from like from the time i was 70 years old i grew up in the caribbean i was all over the all over the place you know hanging out and then we where came to the United you, where States. In the, where in the Caribbean did you grow up? Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, okay. Sweet, sweet, sweet soca. They call it ah. soca music. Okay. Um, my father was a big time musician, you know, um, so he was he was an entrepreneur. He ran his own show. But, uh, you know, I came to the United States and I had a couple jobs. And these jobs is really weird. You have to show up at a certain time and leave at a certain time. And you have to listen to everything they told you to do. Uh, and I went, oh, hold on a minute. I want to, you know, I want to make my own schedule. And so when I started in sales and I started, you know, uh, you know, I remember making my first sale and I think I made three or 400 bucks. I was like, if I got skilled at this and if I could learn how to do this anytime I wanted. So, you know, you look at most people, they want to move ahead to move ahead. You need new skills. And I had to learn, you know, pretty much every skill that there is to know it. I, have, I think I have a list of like 30 or 40 different skills that you have to learn uh, from people skills to, you know, uh, sales skills, all these different things. And uh, but I, I, I love the idea of chunks of money. I didn't like the idea of salary money. I knew that was, uh, you know, that was healthy and it wasn't that much anyway. Uh, but I like the concept of chunks of money, systems of cash flow, which uh, that's fun. Um, you know, it, it's it's, you know, it's how you get free. Uh, to deal with cash. I think the first few years, uh, you know, most entrepreneurs or what made us, I think, successful as an entrepreneur in the beginning was we focused on cash flow. We didn't focus on saving or investing money into other things. Uh, we focused on constant, you know, cash flow. Like, how can I get this business to, uh, you know, create a constant cash flow? Not just cash flow, constant cash flow, where it continuously kept going up. And so we spent a lot of time working on a lot of systems, uh, trainings and so forth, you know, to get that in place. But uh, that's when I got the bug. And, I, you know, I've, I've had it since, uh, you know, uh, business is not a walk in the park, but, you know, 
um, you try enough for them and you work really hard enough for them, you'll become successful. You know, when uh, you got, when did you come to the United States? 1987. And you were how old? 12, 12 years old. Well, okay. So what was your, what, what kind of businesses did you, you do growing up? I actually was started you- a cleaning company when I was 16. Really? Um, that, that, you know, I was cleaning uh, a church, believe it or not. And then I got a buddy to help me out and he stole some stuff. So I got fired. And so my first business collapsed. <laughs> uh, it's true, true story. And so that didn't work out really good. I was trying to, you know, you know, spread out a little bit and I got, you know, uh, and then we got into the, the financial business and that spilled over into restaurants, bars, fashion companies, galleries, uh, real estate. Um, uh, currently now, uh, bread and butter is, you know, is in the financial industry and a little bit of real estate. Uh, we have quite a bit of cash flow coming from both of them. Um, but that's, that's, uh, you know, uh, real estate is, you know, just recently, you know, we kind of, you know, stayed away from it for a lot of years. Your other businesses, they were, were they an outgrowth of your gallery business? You know, the fashion, the restaurants, the, uh, entertainment, uh, type businesses. Yeah, I was trying to build businesses based on my lifestyle, which, yeah. uh, you know, probably wasn't, you know, um, so I made, I'd made a bunch of money and uh, I was living, um, you know, uh, my story, what, what I've known for is, uh, you know, I travel a lot. Uh, uh, we've, uh, you know, we, we had a, a big challenge early on in our life that, you know, made us realize that, you know, uh, you know, we're not promised tomorrow, we just got to live. And I started traveling. So I travel, you know, pretty much every month. Uh, you know, uh, of my since since I was uh, since 2008, I've traveled every month. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's just something that we we you know. Is that get, we started, we started that, doing? Did that get in your blood? You think down growing up in the uh, Caribbean, and your your father was a musician, bouncing around the islands, playing, and this that, and the other. That just kind of gets in your blood, and uh, so you're a traveler. Yes, that's my that's my that's my way I spend, uh, if you want to call it my leisure money. I don't own any uh, fancy stuff yet, but uh, I got I got a lot of lot under my belt when it comes to traveling. Um, yeah, that that's my my hangout. I love to just land somewhere where I've never been before, and you know, what, a week later, what, I, I meet what half the to, town. Order. What happened to you early in your life that was just devastating? That gave you the wake up call and really challenged you. Yeah. I spent a couple of years uh, building the business I have right now. Uh, I did two years of aggressive 15, 18 hour days. And uh, I built a pretty decent, substantial agency that, you know, was, was creating a, you know, a, a pretty decent income. Uh, I actually went, you know, all the way from doing everything myself two years later to doing nothing in a sense, just kind of managing it. You know, I, we had, we was doing, probably 50, 70 sales a month. And uh, I was a seller one thing, you know, so from doing all the sales yourself to doing nothing. And then we had a challenge. My wife passed away. Um, this was in 2008. And, uh, you know, it was devastating. How old and, you? you know, and this is, you know, this is what, as I coach, you know, uh, people through, uh, you know, the, 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 the ability to stay focused and make sure you have something in place when these challenges happen. And, uh, you know, because things do happen in this world. We just had a, a crazy two years uh, that, you know, that just went through in the world. Uh, and uh, thank God we had that business in place that gave us the ability to just kind of get free and, you know, 
notice the world was still there and you know just uh you know get back uh you know we, we we've uh you know we've recovered okay which you know pretty much everyone does but we've recovered um and uh it just it was it was an incredible lesson you know terrible thing but an incredible lesson that you know uh, made us tough how old were you when uh uh your wife passed away i was 32. okay so you were 32 mm -hmm. and and you're just not expecting these kind of things to happen how did it did it gradually dawn on you this is not going to end well no it just it was con it was she just woke up one day got a stroke and they said she's done that's it wow it, was, it wasn't a pre you know not nothing showed you know that she was going to get a stroke prior to that uh, you know, I, I did nursing early on when, when I was, uh, you know, 19 years old, you know, I went into nursing, and, you know, you learn about these things. Sure. Uh, there's, there's no one, one, one proof, you know, sometimes things just happen. Yeah. Gone, you know? And so you're sitting there and it happened. Uh, it's almost an advantage, an advantage uh, when they're, they're quick, by the way, you know, for the, the people that go mm -hmm. and the people are left behind because it's mm -hmm. like, like we're not going to debate this. It's done. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know? it's it's. I don't have anybody to. I don't have anybody to argue with over this. It's already the decision was made. It's done. And so, mm -hmm. you're, what did you? Uh, how long? Because we started off this thing uh, talking about mastering distractions. Uh, that's pretty good distraction at age thirty-two years old. Mm -hmm. I was able to. Uh, run my business, you know, because, uh, which I believe in, you know, it's a, it's a philosophy I believe in is, you know, you, you build a business and, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people that work with me, uh, but, but not because you built the business means you, you know, you're free, you still have to run it. And so right. we, we learned, we learned how to run it on, on fumes, so to speak. Uh, you know, I, I have a very direct personality. So I would be, I'm the loudest one in my organization. I'm not loud all day long. I'm loud from about six o'clock till around nine o'clock in the morning. And most of the times after that, you can't find me. <laughs> so I'm usually done working uh, by nine o'clock. Uh, I read in a book that, you know, um, it, it, you know, the times that different people wake up and it was like CEOs wake up, billionaires wake up at 4 a.m. People that make million wake up at five or six. And, you know, and six, six, if you don't make six figures, you're supposed to wake up before 6 a.m. And so, and we also learned that you could run your business, you know, if you set up everything, you have enough staff. So I believe in overstaff, right. not understaff. So I've, I've always had more staff. I don't like, you know, I like the concept of, you know, help, letting Uncle Sam help me fund my businesses. Uh, we understand we don't run our business like an individual. We run our business like a like a major corporation where they have a certain amount of money set aside for staff. Uh, and so because we have so much staff in place, we could stop at 9 a.m. So I, I, I'm usually done working by 9 a.m. Uh, my guys will tell you I haven't done a, a, a meeting in the evening or at nighttime in, in years. Okay. Um, it's usually if I do a leadership meeting or I, I, I'm running the show or whatever, it's early in the morning. And then we're done by like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, the latest. Uh, you know, I've been but, doing this for 12, well, 15 years. Well, to do that, that's an offshoot of uh being able to learn new skills because one skill you have to learn is to delegate you know train and then mm -hmm. delegate and then also delegate and hold people accountable you know you know you're not delegating and just turn you know you don't turn the dog loose to go walk himself you know what i'm saying you keep him on a leash and so you don't 
any kind of thing you want done, if you want to get big at it, you're going to have to train other people to do it so you can free yourself up to do other things. But you have to know they're actually doing it. <laughs> you have to have systems in place that allows you to. It's uh, uh, exactly what it is. Keep up yeah. with. It. And so, how did you learn the delegation skill? Um, well, we can do it. I've heard people say that you have to delegate. You know, you can't get everything done yourself. But uh, we just started putting a lot of systems. At first, it was an incredible. I think role model. So we, 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 the, the master copy, which was me, uh, I taught, you know, uh, our leaders and, you know, different people that worked with me, how it's supposed to be done, how, it, how you're supposed to work and what kind of systems we need to have, have in place. If you have the right systems, the systems kind of run the accountability, uh, you know, um, and, and accountability for those systems. Uh, and it just kind of just falls into that. So if we did this at this time, we did this at this time, this is the time we do this for this part of the business, uh, you'll have a constant, you know, or consistent flow of, uh, you know, of success. And so, you know, year, years, years, years ago, we did that. And we learned that from different mentors that just kind of, you know, told us that, you know, this, you should do this at this time, you should do that at that time. Um, but, uh, but it takes, it takes, it still takes work, you know. So I do, um, a lot of messaging. I do, you know, a lot of texting um, on a day-to-day -day basis. I'll, I'll send out voicemails. I'll send, you know, but you know, recognition is a big form of uh, uh, of, of of how to keep accountability and systems in place because uh, you always have to recognize it, especially if it's going good. You want to give it extra recognition so people kind of move to what's that direction. Um, so you know, you got to become a master of recognition basically in business. And where did you, did you grow up in that kind of uh, work for those kind of companies? Or did you learn that from your own experience? So own experience, human behavior. I like to be recognized. I like to be told I did a good job. And uh, I found out you could, you could, it doesn't really matter what you pay people uh, just because you're telling them. So the money's just not enough. Uh, I'm saying, you know, you have to be able to be there uh, to give them a hug, let them know, hey, great job, especially if, they, if they're doing something out of the norm um, or if, if they're, you know, practicing great leadership or they're, they're managing something really good. Um, so we, we, we got really great at that. Um, and, you know, I still do it all day long. I, you know, I love doing it. Uh, there's nothing, especially the people that are coming up. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do is to see. Uh, entrepreneurs start growing because we mentor a lot of people now because a lot of people just call us and say hey can you help me with this what do you think about this right. um, you know and so to kind of wrap this part up uh you know we were talking to start off with it to move ahead you got to learn new skills and you got to be you know you got to improve and you find out what to improve on is where your business is stalling out at and where you're having problems as a leader. And so uh, the idea of developing skills, you know, you said you started in sales, you had the sales skills, you had the leadership skills, responsibility, learning how to delegate, develop systems, uh, create, uh, build accountability into uh, your system, learning how to communicate uh, developing the recognition skill. What are other? What are some other uh, key skills that you would uh, alert 
uh, people that are on the way up to pay attention to and start to develop? I mean, the, the, the most obvious one that, that, that always stands out, it's you, you know, you have to outwork. So there's working smart, working hard. Um, there's a whole fight against that, especially yeah, right. in this era right now, you know. Yeah. Um, but I believe you got to work hard and eventually you get to work smart if you work hard enough. Uh, so that's different things that, you know, that really just kind of stretch. You have to be open-minded. Um, you have to have patience. All these are skills that you have to deal with. Um, to build the business, uh, we 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 went through everything. It's not that serious. Uh, this is probably the best one. Uh, childhood disorders. How to you know? Not necessarily. There's about seven or eight childhood disorders I have that you know that people jealousy and you know always having to be right and you know, all these right. different things. So you have to learn the skill how to control. Uh, you know you can't be around people where you constantly do things that you know that throw them off or make them not want to be around you. So. Uh, your goal is to get people to feel like they're always you know, it's amazing, the most important Chris, person in the Chris, room. You're you're in New York, and it's a, you know there's so many corporations there. It's mm -hmm. amazing how many major corporations have CEOs who have never learned that lesson, yeah. and you know they go out there and they create all kind of nightmares for themselves, and they wind up getting thrown out. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know it happens at all levels. You know, and eventually they get thrown out and they where they wish they could have hung around a little longer because they probably were just getting to the point where they were really learning the job learning the role just getting good at it but they reached the point where people just couldn't take mm -hmm. all of their grief anymore you know and it's, it's happened to me too <laughs> and talk, talk about that yeah i mean i i got to a point where sometimes you're overzealous like you really want to win but the, the the strategy is just the wrong way. You know, I've, I've, I've always wanted to win. I've always wanted people to be successful and do well. But sometimes you just, you know, you rub people the wrong way and you get under their skin a little too much where uh, they don't want to be in the same room with you. Uh, mm -hmm. We've been there and, you know, we had to work on getting people to trust us more. Years ago, I learned, you know, if people don't like you, they're not going to let you coach them. Right. And right. so, you know, um, they know that I love them. And, you know, and, you know, and so we have that, you know, uh, which which is hard to do in business, you know, but there's trust in place where, you know, I have, you know, if, if we're going to make more money, we're going to do it together. We're going to grow together as, as, as a business. And once people see that, you know, they, they're, you know, obviously there's going to be fights, there's going to be arguments, but. Uh, and, and it's a fine line, Chris, mm -hmm. from being tough to not being a bully. And it has to do with, they know that you've done it, you know, you're, you're working hard, you're paying the price, you know that they have, uh, you have their interests at heart, you're not doing it to drive your income up, you're, you're, you're trying to get them to be accountable to themselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a fine line, because a lot of times, uh, people, don't, it doesn't come across the way we intended is because they thought they were being bullied or bossed or whatever. Right. And uh, 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 we all develop our own style. You know, some people can get away with more than others. And uh, uh, I think you and I have figured out a way to get away with probably more than most people. <laughs> because it's like, you know, when you've been dumb yourself, mm -hmm. and you've been stupid yourself, you can say to people, don't be stupid, <laughs> you know? right. because 
you're knowing what it like this is stupid what you're doing you know mm-hmm. why would you say something like that that's dumb because you know you can t- they'll they can tell or you can tell them like i used to think like that and look where it got me i had to change now you're gonna have to change you know we're all in the same boat together we can't do dumb things we can't say dumb things we can't alienate people but they can take it from you when they know you've lived that and you've been down and you were willing uh to be humble enough to admit it and do the change you know because life if you're going to be the spearhead for growth for your company you're going to take the friction you know you're going to be you know the battering ram there you know you're going to be the edge of the axe and you're going to where the bulk of the grief will come on you and so you've got to be willing if you're going to stay sharp you've got to be willing to shed the dullness, you know, and uh, allow yourself to get sharper and to get sharper. And it's unfortunately, I can say that after decades in this thing, there always seems to be sharpening that needs to occur. Absolutely. <laughs> you, know, you rub it, people wrong, you say the wrong thing, you think of the wrong thing. It's like, okay, my bad. And uh, uh, so it's a constant. If we're willing to be constantly growing ourselves, it's easier for us to run our organization and challenge them to be doing the same thing. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. We, you know, we, we grew in a lot of areas. I think uh, one of the areas that you know I always try to get people to work on, especially when you're in a leadership position, is is you got to know when to use honey and when to use vinegar. You know, it's, it's yeah. you know, and I found out most people. I have a list of people in my business. Uh, and some of them make really good money, but they're honey people. Like you can't be yeah. tough with them. Uh, you know, you give them a hug and they'll go do 10 times more than, uh, you know, and when you, when you grow up the way I grew up, you know, you know how to be tough with people and be direct with people. But sometimes, you know, it's just maybe tell them how great they are and tell them, you know, uh, what you expect, having high, high expectations for them and just inspiring them more than, uh, you know, uh, you know, um, stepping on them or, you know, being too tough with them, uh, you know, years later in business, uh, we probably would have been 10 times more successful if we had a little bit more honey, uh, you know, you right. know, the, the vinegar, man, I, I knew how to dish it out, you know, and, um, but we, we, we found that honey works better than vinegar. Most of the times you could still be direct, um, but you know you got to do it in a in a honey format if you want to if you want to call it. Um, it's not really just works. yeah. And sooner or later, the sooner you can learn, it's not just what you do, but how you do it. Uh, that is equally important. And so, thanks so much, Chris. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world. I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.